Let me go to the White House. Peter Alexander, this came from Sean Spicer. What more can you tell us, Peter? Uh, Chuck, so let me just give you the information that we have. I'm joining your conversation in progress right now, so excuse me if I'm repeating myself. Okay. This is the statement we just got from the press secretary, Sean Spicer, saying that the president informed Comey that he's been terminated and removed from office. President Trump, it says, acted based on the clear recommendations of both the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, as well as the attorney general, Jeff Sessions. The president, in a statement, says the FBI is one of our nation's most cherished and respected institutions, and today will mark a new beginning for our crown jewel of law enforcement. It, this statement from Sean Spicer adds, a search for a new permanent FBI director will begin immediately. Advocate, where we talk about news and current events. I'm your host, Mitchell Hernandez. And I'm also your host, Brandon Condit. Our goal at The Devil's Advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media. It's in truth a conversation where a conservative and independent like myself and an independent liberal like myself can share different points of view without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics and in the media. So with that, Let's get started. We learned that not long ago, Anderson, President Trump met with uh, then Deputy Director of the FBI, Andy McCabe, now Acting Director of the FBI, according to the Attorney General, Jeff Sessions. And we learned uh, that the President wasn't necessarily convinced before that meeting that, in fact, Andy McCabe would be the Acting Director, that he wanted to meet with him in person in the Oval Office before making any final decision. And of course, as we know now, that final decision was made and Andy McCabe will now be uh, the acting director All for right. the time being. So, obviously, um, not a big surprise as to what the top story is this week. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't think that that you've ever heard the name of an FBI director dropped so many times in a right. five, six-day span. Um so obviously, Maybe whenever he was actually doing all the stuff in the election. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you heard so. his name a few times. Right. Um, but obviously James Comey's firing is the top story. Um, I know you've got a timeline to read us, and that's awesome. Before yep. before we get into to the timeline of James Comey, let's just real quick break down the story. James Comey, because I don't think that the firing the act of firing James Comey should be the controversial part of this story. Um, it's the timing. It, it is absolutely the timing. Can Trump do it? Yes. Well, um, should yeah, maybe 50-50% of the timing. I think that they probably would have thrown Trump, Trump under the bus regardless of when, yes, what time he did it. Yes, Because that's just kind of the way we're living right but, now. But the timing but, for Republicans is the issue where Republicans kind of yeah, have with it. Yeah, absolutely. And not only, like, I agree with you because the opposition is always going to be the opposition. I get it. Um, Democrats... Hashtag were, resist. Right. <laughs> right. Ta uh, <laughs> Democrats were going to go after this no matter what. But here's the thing. Had it not been last, you know, this 
week and uh, you know a couple days ago um after he like two weeks after he had testified and said that the trump campaign was under investigation um for ties or looking at the possibility of ties with russian collusion right that's that's the story that makes it look bad it's two weeks after that and then what makes it look worse is that the story from the white house at least in the first 24 hours was it's because of the handling of the email investigation well does anybody really believe that trump fired him for being too mean to hillary clinton i don't think so um so you know like that that's where the story comes from and obviously there is a lot to dive into when it comes to the history of james comey and how it got to this point fair right uh yeah i think that's fair all right so let's get into the actual timeline here so september 4th 2013 comey is sworn into office as the seventh director of the fbi he's nominated for the post by president uh, barack obama and confirmed by the senate now fast forward three years july 5th 2016 he holds a news conference to announce that there is no reasonable that no reasonable prosecutor would bring criminal charges against hillary clinton the democratic presidential candidate obviously over her email practices as Secretary of, Sk- of State. Mm-hmm. But she criticizes Clinton and her staff for being extremely careless in the handling of classified material. And this is, like, now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, all right, I, Comey's fine. I, I think that, you know, I'd rather him be there because he pissed off Republicans, he pissed off Democrats that, and all that. That's, but that's kind as, of my opinion on it, too, is, yeah, it, you know. Not at this point, though. I was pissed because I was like, bullshit. <laughs> Like when they say extremely careless, whatever he came out was like no reasonable prosecutor would bring her up on charges. Yeah, yes they would. Yeah, there is a prosecutor out there that Mm -hmm. would bring her up on charges. Absolutely, that was was bullshit. Yeah, and he was like, this is why she messed up. This is why she messed up. This is what they did. And I will say, but she's fine. And I will say that Democrats and Republicans alike should be able to admit that some of the some of the ways that. Comey handled the situation or some of the ways that or some of the conclusions that Comey drew on certain things weren't the correct or at least the satisfying conclusion and or way that you would handle that and I get that and do I think that there was a reason for him to be fired yes I do um yeah but but I don't think that that is necessarily why this whole thing blew up. I would think that most Democrats and Republicans would agree that James Comey should have been fired. It's just, I don't know. I mean, there has to be a plausible reasoning behind it, right? So anyway, let's keep, keep going with that. So then the same day, obviously Donald Trump goes to his, uh, I'm assuming his Twitter handle. It doesn't say it explicitly, but I'm sure it was. Fake news. He calls the FBI's decision not to bring criminal charges against Clinton the greatest example yet that the system is rigged. <laughs> so, <laughs> he says in Bernie voice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, obviously, I'm assuming he did that over Twitter. So Comey vigorously denies, two days later, he vigorously denies the decision not to prosecute Clinton over her use of a private email server as Secretary of State. Under an onslaught of Republican criticism, Comey says that uh, to charge Clinton would have just been would have been unwarranted. Don't believe it. And mere celebrity hunting. Don't believe it. But that's fine. That was his reasoning. Right. Which 
I mean, if you if you're looking for a reason for him to be fired, I think draw, that would be drawing it. the wrong conclusion there is is at least yeah. one reason. I'm sure that we'll find another reason, but he, that's <laughs> I, I think that's one reason. And I and I'm that's why Republicans would want that. To being get rid said, of him. like I'm not trying to disparage James Comey. I do think that James Comey. Um, I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't know if he was the best FBI director, but I don't think that should discredit who he is or what he or what or what he's done or what he's capable of doing. I just don't know. I think a big part of the problem with James Comey is that, as we'll see as this timeline continues, James Comey doesn't mind the limelight, and that's very uncharacteristic of... I'll agree with that part. You know, directors of intelligence agencies. Typically, you don't know their names, and that's because they don't want you to. And and I don't know that Comey... (laughs) I don't know that Comey shared that opinion, and so for that reason, I, I, you know... I think right. that there were reasons for for him to not be in that position, um, but I, but I'm not trying to damn his character. So when I when I take yeah, and I'm not either. I, I disagree with his what he did, and I think. But again, you know, we've talked about this with each other before. Where I'm convinced that he thought he was doing the right thing doesn't mean I think he did the right thing. Right. But I think he really truly said, like, I tried to do what was right at every corner. Right. I just think he sucked at his job. Yeah. <laughs> kind of that, kinda that calls. Kinda that George W. Bush effect, right? Like, yeah. he had good yeah. intentions, he means well. but he he did bad stuff. Like, he did the wrong yeah. thing. Not Maybe not malicious, bad, but anyway. Right. So, October 28th, 2016, obviously... Days before the election, Comey informs Congress by letter that he has reopened the investigation into Clinton's email practices uh, based on new evidence, citing the discovery of emails on a laptop used by uh, a top Clinton aide, which obviously what was going on there was they were investigating. They had finished the investigation with Clinton, and then they were in a separate investigation. They were looking into Anthony Weiner and his weirdo 14-year-old girl bullshit where he was, you know, being a big pedo over there, flashing his wiener again, Carlos Danger. Like, why? And if you have that last name, <laughs> like you already have that last nev- name, and you got to show yeah. it to everybody, like everybody. Well, um, they said that he never, he never met up with any of these these women, and I'm obviously the 14 year old girl one is is super weird. That that's way beyond you know just normal internet stuff. But that's like even with that's the, a, the, the, that's to catch a predator status yeah. it's like hey why don't, with, why don't you sit down anthony we got some cookies um it's okay huma abedin is working through their relationship bullshit <laughs> oh, bullshit on that right but <laughs> just like melania but, is. yeah but huma abedin is obviously a top clinton aide that is her or that is uh anthony weiner is her husband so they're investigating anthony weiner for his weird carlos danger shit and they say, "Oh, we found some of these emails <laughs> it's that we the found in the greatest name ever." <laughs> like, Carlos Danger. That's yes. awesome. That's Archer status. <laughs> it really is the danger zone. So basically, that's kind of what what happens. And so he says, "Hey, we're going to take a look at them. There's these, there might be new emails, there might not. So we're going to take a look at it." Uh, now Trump reacts to the FBI's decision to the same day to investigate new messages saying at a campaign rally that he has great respect for the FBI for writing this wrong. <laughs> so, obviously, bullshit. You know, he's just now he's on his side, so he's, right. he's all about it. 
And there was some controversy about it because they were saying it may took Comey nine days to come out and say that there were no conclusions. November 6th, he came back out and said, you know, no, nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. we, we still think she's, she isn't guilty. And there was a lot of criticism from the left at that point because they were saying that you can scan these emails. There's technology where you can scan all the new ones on, on this file and you can figure this out in a day. Right. Like it doesn't have to take up until the very end of the election. Right. Now, which then some con I, conservatives were pissed off because he came out like literally two days before the election and was like, no, it's fine. She's awesome. And right. <laughs> like, That's probably a fair argument, though. I mean, based on technology and everyone has a. F yeah, you know, it is. It is a fair argument. I mean, the fact of the matter is that the entire world just got hacked by crazy virus and their computers taken for ransom. So if that technology We're going to have to talk about that one because so, we, we talked about that during the Vault 7 coverage. Right. And this is exactly where that came from. It's, um, it's, that's a whole other issue, all about how yeah, governments are hoarding. We can, you know, we can get into that. Oh we can get into that next week. All I'll tell you, Not children, <laughs> is when you find a flash drive on a parking lot, leave it there. Just leave it there because you never know what's <laughs> on it. And you might think you're going to get somebody's nudie pics, you pervert, but you're not. You're going right. to get the worldwide virus. Thanks, thanks a lot, <laughs> you pervert on on a parking lot. Um, Way to go. So anyway. So then. Uh, <laughs> so then weird, Trump obviously the criticizes the best segue him on, in the history of this show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway. Anyway. So then uh, November 6th, Trump criticizes Comey's second letter to Congress saying that, you know, it's a rigged system again and pronounces he pronounces her as guilty because that's his job, apparently. Right. You Two know. days later, November 8th, Donald Trump is elected president. I am drunk out of my mind, just in disbelief. And Brandon is digging a hole, going, "Save me, save me!" I actually no! will say, here's what's crazy, and I think I've I think I've said it on the show before, but my election night was very different than yours. You were up partying and going nuts because of what the impossible was happening, and I no, no. I fell asleep at some point during the night <laughs> and thinking like at the time they were really close on the on the map. Like it was early in the night, I fell asleep. I woke up at like two in the morning. And was like, what am I looking at? Like, is this, am I, am I waking up? This isn't what was supposed to happen. I was so confident leading up to this. It's real. Um, not my president. Right. You just see, like, uh, Ron Paul there. It's happening. Uh, um, laser lights shooting out from over my head. I had no idea. Right. Like, I was not expecting to wake up to that. So I wasn't in this state of depression i was in the state of like am i actually awake because this isn't how i right. this isn't how i saw this going um i just kept drinking and, and i remember uh, first it was florida and then obviously we, we, we've covered this before but i uh, mean that was just an, it, that was an incredible moment <laughs> for me i was super drunk couldn't remember much of it uh and then the next day i actually went to work which sucked but somehow i did it so, November 12th, uh, during a telephone call with donors, Clinton blames Comey for her defeat by Trump. Clinton said her campaign was on track to win uh, the election until Comey sent the letter to Congress. And I, w um, I, I would say she has half of an argument there. Like the fact She's got that, a quarter of an argument. I think There's that, a, quite a few other things that she right. did wrong that yeah. didn't. I, w yeah. I would agree I with you. I wouldn't say that that sealed the deal. No. But it very well could have. I don't, I don't I mean, know. I, there's no way to know. No, there's no way to know. But I definitely think it played a part uh, amongst those other things. The you know the yeah. the fact that there was an email scandal at all, and she look well, let's I remember, not kid ourselves and act like Hillary Clinton is a likable 
politician. She is not. And but I do think <laughs> that that when she I don't says think he is either. that the timing of Comey's statement um cost her the election. I don't know that it actually cost her, but I know it made it way way closer yeah. than it would have been without it. I mean, dude, I'll say this. Like, I I I was the one who kept saying to you Trump Trump could probably win. Trump could probably win. Then the pussy grabbing happened and everything else, mm-hmm. and I remember just kind of being like she's going to she's going to win. Yeah. And I was not happy. And I remember it was around lunchtime at work and a coworker of mine was uh, everyone else was at lunch and she goes oh my god Comey just opened up the investigation on Clinton again and I it, I really did feel it around in the office and everywhere else that everyone was like oh my god really what and like yeah. there was this new energy that infused oh, so I it very well could have swayed that it. was like, the it, moment it might n- that was the moment that I got nervous like the moment that that came that that <laughs> statement came well, you out you didn't make any show of I it was, yeah <laughs> but in in my head I was very much like this is bad this is really close to the election and then I remember thinking when he corrects it in a week that <laughs> that's not good enough. Like we're now a weekend away. Like that's not good enough. You need to come out and make some grand ass statement because that right. really hurt. Um, so you know, I, I do. I think that it. I don't. I can't know. It was the Russians. I can't know that that was that was the moment that that happened. But I, I know that that was the it was moment. a palpable moment. That I was, did. It feel was the it. moment where shift. it was a moment where I went from being utterly like over the top confident that you were stupid for even picking anyone other than Hillary Clinton <laughs> because if you remember I I shit on the Bernie people too because I don't share Bernie Sanders' vision first of all I was way more upset about the Bernie thing than if Trump would have lost I just didn't want Hillary to the, win I really wanted Bernie to win But the entire win. time I kept being mad at you I was like no Bernie's cool But the entire time <laughs> I never supported Hillary Clinton and I never liked Hillary Clinton but you because the writing was on the wall and because the um because it was obvious that she had the superdelegates and Bernie didn't have a chance, I laughed at you for Bernie, too. And I laughed about Trump. And then Comey came out six days before the election, and I was like, right. oh, shit. Um, well, the Podesta emails would have come out, like, a month earlier or so. Like, that didn't make any sense to me. Like, I knew that – I got that they dropped it in order to put a damper on the DNC. And mm-hmm. that was another – on the long list of things that CNN did that made turn me off to CNN because I remember like they were literally getting booed the first day and after their coverage they were like I've never seen such unity like, You're <laughs> I do a remember joke <laughs> I, I do remember that shut up CNN I was like where was that but, the part where Sarah Silverman talked or what um, <laughs> you're being ridiculous. So, so <laughs> but I mean, anyway, that's move, that's neither back. here nor there. Thank God we didn't get Hillary Clinton because we would have had a presidency covered in scandal. So I know, right? <laughs> Shoot, lock her up. Then Tim Kaine would have been there. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. Anyway, so going back to this timeline, um, Donald Trump invites uh, Comey to the White House. He's or he's at a reception there to thank law enforcement officers. Uh, he gives him a handshake and a partial hug. So I mean, it looked like they squashed their beef. Um, let's see here. Uh, so then March 8th, he alludes to the that he's basically planning on staying all 10, 10 years. He said, uh, you're stuck with me for another six and a half years. No, we weren't. March uh, 20th, no. he testifies to, to Congress say that s- the FBI. Say something about Russia. You won't be around. Oh. <laughs> 
He testifies, uh, let's see, the FBI is investigating possible links between Trump associates and Russian officials since July, the same month that he held uh, an unusual news conference to discuss the investigation into Clinton. And that's kind of where it goes back to you, where you were saying, this guy likes the spotlight. It was unusual. Right. It wasn't normal. Like, I don't quite. So that's another mark on, like, yeah, maybe this guy should go. And while we're on that point, real quick, if... He liked the spotlight as the FBI director. Think of how much he's going to like the spotlight now that he has an enemy. <laughs> well, Trump has that problem where he likes to make enemies with everyone who's important in government. Right. So, <laughs> so we'll and, see if it works and out. He's for him. already said. I mean, they've already said that he's going to not do. He's not going to say anything this week. Um, it may be next week or two weeks from now, but Comey yeah. is going to come out. He was invited by Congress, or he was invited by the Senate, I think. Which to... he declined because it was it, the invitation was for... Did he really? Well, the invitation was for a closed-door meeting, and he said, no, if I go into a closed-door meeting, every Republican in there is going to find something that they think exonerates Donald Trump, and they're going to twist it, right. and they're going to run with that. And on the flip side, Democrats are going to find... Every pick every word to find something that condemns Donald Trump, and they're going to twist it and they're going to run with it. So I will come out and talk, but I'm going to talk in a public setting, and I think that's best for all of us, kind of. Right. So now it says, um, same day, March 20th, Comey testifies at the same hearing that the FBI and the Justice Department have no information to substantiate Trump's unsubstantiated claim on Twitter that uh, former President Barack Obama wiretapped him. We know that. We've debunked that like a hundred fucking times. Right. So, no. Didn't happen. Sorry, folks. Fake news. May 2nd, 2000. It is fake news. 2017. Clinton again uh, lays part of the blame on losing the election to Comey's October 28th letter. Uh, quoted, uh, if the election were on October 27th, I would have been your president. She tells a women's luncheon in New York. Very possible. Again, we will never know. You're Good right. point. Even, and, uh, and to... I I did my little I did, I gave my advice to Hillary Clinton last week and I'm gonna jump on top of that for a second. Don't say that. That makes it, it makes you sound just <laughs> as cocky as the like you sound like the same person people hated four months ago. Stop doing right. that. Like don't don't be that Hillary. Sorry. Just, like just don't. And like maybe that's just Hillary and she is just that. Dislikable, she just but is not a likable person. Right. It's just like, dude, why would you say that that way? You could have found a way better way to say that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, right. Go ahead. May third, two thousand seventeen, testifying before the Senate Judiciary Committee, Comey insists that he was consistent in handling uh, of the separate of the separate investigations into Clinton and Trump. Comey also said it made him feel mildly nauseous to think his actions in October might have influenced the election outcome. But he told senators. Uh, quoting, I can't consider for a second whose political futures will be affected in uh, this way or that way. We have to ask ourselves what is the right thing to do and then do it. So I do believe that he thought he was doing the right thing. It just Mm -hmm. seems like for a guy who wants to do the right thing every time, he's consistently doing the wrong thing. I mean, (laughs) there's a lot of points in this this timeline. It's debatable. I think the nice thing about our conversation about it is that we can recognize that, well, here's the thing. Let's talk first about like the simple fact that when he came out and he exonerated Hillary Clinton initially, 
Republicans were pissed and Democrats were like, no, nah, we'll turn the other way. That's fine. It suits us. Still, so we're, right. we're not going to say anything about it. And then when he came out and reopened the investigation, or at least stated it um, before the election, Democrats are pissed. Republicans are like, well, he's doing his job. It's about damn time. And then six days later, Republicans are pissed and Democrats are happy. <laughs> and it's just like... Both, right. both sides so, are unbelievably hypocritical, but I do think that it's fair right. to to hold two thoughts at the same time, and I think the two thoughts yeah. in this instance are, at least when it comes to his firing, is should he have been? Yes. Is it, it seems is it really shady looking at this point? Yes. And you can hold both of those thoughts simultaneously. Um, right. So... This is the last thing that he did. May 9th, 2017, Comey sends Congress a letter correcting his prior sworn testimony regarding emails handled by longtime Clinton associate uh, Huma Abedin. Comey had told Congress that Abedin had sent, quote, hundreds of thousands of emails to her husband's laptop, including some with classified information. The two-page follow-up letter on May 9th uh, said that, in fact, only a, a, quote, small number of the thousands of emails found on the laptop had been forwarded uh, there while most had simply been backed up from electronic devices. So literally the last thing that he does is come out and say, hey, remember that sworn testimony? Yeah, I was wrong. That yeah. wasn't true. And if you're the head of the FBI, you should probably have that. And what's, you know? and what's interesting is Democrats probably – see, the thing is that on the same day – May 9th, later that day, Trump abruptly fires Comey. It, it says it is essential that we find new leadership for the FBI that restores public trust and confidence in its vital law enforcement mission. Um, the, the thing that's funny about the first part of May 9th, when Comey comes out and says, Oh, hey, remember the whole Uma Abedin thing? I was wrong. Democrats would have been pissed about that. If they were given enough time, they weren't. He fired him, and then they were pissed about that. But if, right. but if you if you like if you put yourself in this weird alternate universe right. where Trump doesn't fire him, Democrats still were going to get pissed on Monday, like or, or Tuesday. And then you whatever. could have waited and had a, a million awesome Chucky e. Schumer sound bites, right? With his weird raisin shape, raisin man shaped head, but going off on fucking. The fact of the matter Kobe. is now. Before we get into our, our, I mean, I know we jumped in and out of opinion here, but um, so that <laughs> that's the timeline, right? Of James Comey right. from when he became relevant to the to his arguments. firing. Now let's talk about right. how he got fired. How he got fired was mm -hmm. bullshit. <laughs> like that that was <laughs> awful. Like this He thought they were joking. This dude like, is this dude's <laughs> in LA giving a speech to the FBI and like I don't know if he was at a podium or if he was just in an office, but he was like he said it was at a podium. So like, he was giving a speech, like up on stage. And it comes on the TV like, hey, how did Trump not know that he was in LA B like <laughs> like what the hell like first of all classless that's not how you fire somebody like no it's not, it's not how it's, you fire it's somebody. off the cuff and there's some things I like about Donald Trump that are off the cuff that like I like the how during the election whenever there would be you know certain things that would happen and he would come up and say no that's what it is and everyone would go well hold on guy you need to wait and of course and he ended up being right like every time I like that off the cuff leadership 
this is not off-the-cuff leadership. This is spontaneous mistake-making on a massive scale. Like, this is well, and, not something you're supposed to do. And the fact of the matter is, him he, didn't, he didn't even tell his staffers until a few minutes yes. before it happened. So, no... Poor Sean Spicy had to go hide in a bush. <laughs> I mean, it was... <laughs> Spicer's like on it's his terrible. way out. Like Spicer's gonna be going in like. He'll two go weeks. through like seven or eight of these fuckers anyway. Here's like, what I guarantee he will. Here's well, he's gonna have to because like who the hell can spin for him? No one can spin Hucklebuckle. for him. Huckle gonna come up next. Um, right. Um, Good old Hucklebuckle snuffle. <laughs> <laughs> they've actually been talking about firings in his administration. Spicer's name has come up. Priebus's name has come up. Steve Bannon's name has yeah. come up. What I would be more interested in seeing, and this is totally a side tangent like, like we'd like to do, um, if Kellyanne Conway goes, that would be fucking huge. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Um, <laughs> if it I, I'll get that. Ooh, I'll get, F-bomb. I I'll, hate this channel I'll now. get all of this in the <laughs> aftermath. This, is, this isn't this is making it. Um, so, but um, Kellyanne and Conway, that would be crazy. Like, that that would be nuts if, if she goes. Because she is, you would, I would say, a very, very vital part of at least his campaigning. Um, yeah. I like Kellyanne Conway. She says some dumb shit sometimes. <clears throat> Um, no. but I think that she, if you listen to her whenever she's not in front of CNN, are you sure, gonna... are you sure you're not looking at the wrong set of facts? <laughs> Alternative facts. No, if you really listen to her on other things, um, I've listened to her on a couple podcasts and stuff. She's really smart. The problem is, is that the media is, is trying to trip everyone up and they did the same thing with Obama's people. They would come out and say, you know, they try to make You them... think the media is playing gotcha or because that's what yeah. it sounds like you're saying. And while that might be semi true, he's also spitting bullshit and that's really hard to cover for. When you have to he look is. at a camera and lie out of your ass, knowing that everyone yeah. knows the... that you're lying for somebody else's stupid mistake, like that's hard. That's a bad position to be in that's a tough spot like i feel bad for the for his people that have to be on tv because and apparently he's not happy with sean spicer he wants him to go harder it's like dude he dude he sets them can't go any harder with (laughs) when, when you fire the director of the fbi and you don't let anybody around you know so and what i would think i mean you might this is probably reading into it a little bit, but I don't think it's reading into it too far that because of the leaks and because that's the type of administration that we have, one that there's not a lot of people that like this guy, including the people around him, so they're leaking things. Um, he can't tell anybody because he doesn't know who's doing it. So he has, he has to kind of go into these in at I least in his mind it's it's obama like the people that were left over from the obama era are the ones that they are claiming are doing the leaking mm. um we'll see it's, it's another re- I mean, rip- it's reason like here's, 9, here's what i would bet i don't like cnn here's because what, all they have is leaks i would bet that if you replace them with all donald trump people leaks still happen maybe not at the frequency but I the leaks still happen because the ted cruz republicans are not on board with the Don- donald trump republican 
They're just not. Well, they are. He got scared. He got scared on board. The only ones who aren't are the ones that he legitimately right. dissed that's during not, the election. So the not John McCain, the Lindsey Graham. I'm not. And even Lindsey Graham jumps onto his side more often than not. I'm not. John McCain is is the dude who's just like fuck everything Trump. I'm gonna propagate the Pea Party okay. story because I don't fucking like this guy. That's all fair. But I'm not talking about the congressman. I'm not talking about Greasy Magoo over there. Yeah, about the what, staff. I, no, I'm not talking about this. Well, yes. I am. And, and, but what I'm talking about is, like, the Ted Cruz base, right? There are people in this country that like what Ted Cruz was selling that are only on board with Donald Trump because they have to be. But if they were given a choice between Ted Cruz and Donald Trump, they would take Ted Cruz. I would if believe that those point people a whole make, lot more if. if. If those people make it into his staff, that's where your leaks will mm-hmm. come from. Again, I would, I would believe that point a lot more if Donald Trump did not win evangelicals from Ted Cruz. That's who likes Ted Cruz, and he won them. They had the chance to vote for Ted Cruz, yeah. and he won more of them for, than Ted Cruz. So I yeah, just, I don't. But lie. I don't care. Put me in a pool with seventeen candidates. <laughs> I bet I win. So <laughs> I don't know. Like anyway, half so of I guess... them drop out before I even have to do anything. So. <laughs> We would drop out. We're the candidates that would have to drop out because no one knows us. But if we were there, we would somebody would know us, and we would have money, and I would not drop out. I'd, be, I'd John Kasich it and be like, I don't need to be on TV. I'll just <laughs> I'm throwing snowballs and eating hey guys, pizza with a fork. Hey guys, me in the park. I have some <laughs> stuff to talk about. You can ask me about taxes. Um. <laughs> so that fucking idiot. anyway. So the way the way that uh, the, I don't agree with you. I I like John Kasich, but. We don't need to go down. Oh boy, oh geez, oh boy. <laughs> I don't need to go down the John Kasich oh, route. Um, oh geez, oh man. I I think we can both agree that the way he was fired was not good. It was not the right way to handle it. I yeah. think that. I think we also can agree that he, they have ample. Either side has ample opportunity to fire him. They have shit to fire him yes, over. Yes, I I uh, agree with you on that. Handled. And because of that, I kind of liked him being there. Because he was so, be, kind of did too. <laughs> because he was able to to not only rile up the Democrats but also the Republicans, and everybody got equally as mad at him. That made me feel like he was doing something right. If they're both pissed at you, then you're doing your job. Now I do agree that he made mistakes throughout the course of doing right. his job, and those mistakes should or could have gotten him fired, or at least right. made it. Because he can piss both people off by just doing things wrong to both people. Right, (laughs) (laughs) right. But still could, you know. But the fact that he didn't, like, it would be one thing if every time he came out and made a mistake, it was on behalf of the Republicans or on behalf of the Democrats. It wasn't. It 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 was bipartisan, and for that, I think bipartisan fuckery. I think at least he should have been. I personally don't think he should have been removed until after the conclusion of the Russian investigation. I also don't think that I think the rule I understand that he had the ability to do it, but I think that's a bad rule. I think if the Trump camp if if any presidential campaign or any presidential candidates people or staff or campaign is under investigation that could possibly lead to him being under investigation that power should be placed in the hands of a set of the senate and it should be a simple majority vote 
like if you yeah. now I think that in that scenario Donald Trump would Gun. be able to recommend to the Senate that James Comey was fired but I think the power should be taken right. out of the hands and it would have looked cleaner right I think it should be taken out of the hands of the person that is potentially under investigation right. now here's the only like and I agree with you because that that's been my stance that I don't I personally don't mind that he had the power to do it because you can because of the, the way that the investigations work you can just keep that investigation open forever and so then you could just be like well you can't fire me i'm right. investigating you yeah but that's and there could not be what nothing was about happening. it cuz they can't talk but about it no we don't think so but the thing about you, the fbi is they think, don't talk about honestly, what any of the investigation I, people michael flynn i'm has saying we it, live in a partisan time i agree with time, you and i would, don't put it by someone that they okay, could possibly do this but in the future you can say you can make all the hypotheticals you want that's not what was going on michael mm -hmm. flynn hasn't even testified yet and we all think that he did some shady <laughs> shit so if he hasn't even testified yet so you think they're just you think they're just holding this open just to just to screw up Donald Trump's presidency. I no, I don't. I don't think so. But I think that rule leaves that open. I think for it someone does. To do that I, later. I think it does too. I mean, for if anyone knows anything, I mean, there's no smoke without ducks, right? <laughs> no smoke without ducks. <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? I mean, that's just <laughs> that's the way it works. If it looks like a duck, you know, um, <laughs> it's on fire. But, so right. Um, these are yeah. Uh, the, the thing about. Um, the rules and whatnot, and this is the thing that, that I keep having an issue with the the liberal uh, mindset towards Trump. They seem really offended by everything that Trump does, and they keep bringing up impeachment. Like you go onto anything right now on social media about Trump, and you're going to see at least 18 people yeah. write impeachment. I think th and I think the impeachment you're going to need to change the rules because everything he's doing right now is legal, and if you don't like it. You're gonna have to change the I rules do, to make it illegal. I, I, Otherwise, you just don't like I him. I do think the impeach don't vote for I him. I do think the impeachment calls are too early right now. You would, have, especially if we're just basing it on this. Hey, there's no evidence in the Russian investigation yet. Yet, um, there is. Uh, let me emphasize the yet. Um, there is no. So there's there's no Russia. There's no evidence there. I understand that. Um, this. He's allowed to do by the by the rules that are written. He's allowed to do this. So even if, <laughs> excuse me, his his attempt was to impede the investigation, they would have to prove that before you could start calling for impeachment. Now, what I will say is, if Democrats, because I think right now, especially, and I think those people calling for impeachment right now are. Those those super liberals that are like that w that's what they want. It's not is this a realistic option right now? It's that's what I want, so that's what I'm shooting for, and I'm going to shoot for it until right. I get it in their mind. I'm going to get think, it any way that I can. Right. I think that those calls are a little bit too early. Could I see the the actions of the if there was an impeachment? Do I think that the last weeks? events will play into it yeah i do but i think it's way too early to say that we're looking at impeachment now if those say if those same wishful dreamers and and in congress as well um want to be able to impeach donald trump get him under oath 
that's what you have to do. You want to get him under oath, then right. you you will build a way for him to right. impeach himself because that dude cannot not lie. Um, <laughs> so double negative. So if they so if if Democrats in Congress are really really serious about trying to impeach him, that's what they need to do. But what I would well, do. If I, was them, if I was strategizing for the Democratic Party, I would call him to testify now because he lies about everything. Um, so he'll lie right. about his... And even if he's lying about dumb... Yeah, he, he doesn't lie about everything, but he lies about dumb shit. And the problem about lying about dumb shit is if you're under oath, that dumb shit isn't dumb anymore. Right, it's... You saw that with Clinton. Right. No one gave a shit he was getting blowjibbers in the White House. <laughs> right. He was running the economy and everything was great. I mean, that... that Right. That takes some skill. But he lied. But, and, but he and lied, you, and you can't and do you that. you can't do that. So what I'm saying right Apparently now. Apparently you can. Here, nothing really happened. But if I was it, strategizing right. for the Democrats, get him to testify as soon as you can. And then if you win one House of Congress in 2018, there's your priority. <laughs> So, I mean, that's because Republicans aren't going to do it. So unless he does something so unbelievably over the top that they all have to step away from him for their own careers. They already have 800 times over. So uh, No, they're not. I'm not buying this whole, well, Republicans will never turn on Trump. Did you watch the election? Because they turned on him every chance they could. Right. It was like it, social. It was politically unacceptable to be on Trump's right, side. Right, but, like so you had far, to be a but so far, but so far, yeah. Doing that. You can cite the campaign, and that's fine. They, like we, didn't believe that he was going to be the president. Since then, they have gotten in line. You, uh, you, I can show you a thousand Republicans, every Republican in Congress, talking about how great it is that Comey is got fired. Last week, well, and, I like can, Comey. and I can show you a million Democrats who are screaming that it shouldn't have happened, and that's because <laughs> the that's yeah, you're because not convinced me that John McCain is on his side. He's not. No, he's like, not. But you can get people like Rand Paul off of his side. You yeah, can. We get, already saw the Heritage Foundation that or the Freedom Caucus stand up to him and stop him from getting his shitty bill that they got later. Right. So what I'm saying <laughs> is, if if Jeb or if, not Jeb, um, if. Uh, Jeb, very high energy. Who is our – if um, Roy Blunt. I don't know why Jeb's name came to my head at all. Jeb, if he's like the – I guess they have, they're both low energy. If, <laughs> if Roy Blunt fears that he could lose his seat over being too closely associated with Donald Trump, he will go and tell his people – that he is against Donald Trump and that we should not support this, and that can be damaging. Donald Trump will be on his way out the door by the time that dude goes up for re-election. Right, and he won Roy Blunt when is, Trump won, like for Roy six Bl- years. Roy Blunt's a career politician, by the way, who won't associate himself with anything, and that's why he is still where he is. So his family associates themselves with uh, what do you call it? Uh, financial ties to basically everyone. They're, they're all fucking lobbyists. Yeah, they're lobbyists. That's, yeah. So, um, <laughs> and he still won. I don't get it. So anyway, I think... Anyway, we're running long here, so yeah, we'll, we we'll wrap it up. And I but. think that if we like wrap up James coming, I mean, I think that we can both definitely admit that, like, there were reasons to fire James Comey. The way that it went down yeah. was shitty, and it was shitty for everybody involved with the... Trump administration, who A, had to play cleanup for the nine million times they changed their story as to why it happened, and it, just the timing looks bad. So, and I think we can both... It doesn't agree. look good. I think that, that we can both agree, too, that like if you fire somebody, maybe have a little bit more taste when you do it. Don't 
Yeah, <laughs> like, don't do that. Set you CNN, CNN, who likes to make everything a goddamn special report or breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Everything's breaking news. Um, the, There's when, still no news. While James, Co- first of all, <laughs> they had a helicopter over the airport, which I feel like violates some laws, showing James Comey leaving <laughs> L.A., getting on his plane to come back to dc but what was interesting about the whole thing was that like at that time the panel was like is he allowed to go to his office and clean out his desk is he even allowed to fly the plane or fly on the fbi plane does he have to fly commercial does he have to get a cab how will he ever get home i hope he has a change of clothes like shut up that's not a news story and so like you know, right. so we'll, I wonder what he's feeling though. I'm, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> like, sure. In, is he crying? I'm sure. Sometime in the next couple of weeks, a month, however long it takes, we'll be back on the James Comey topic because he will come out and say something. He'll come out and yeah, he'll say so. we'll have we'll have that to talk about. But for now, um, I think that's James Comey in a nutshell. What did you tell the White House about Mr. Flynn? I had two in-person meetings and one phone call with the White House counsel about Mr. Flynn. Um, The first meeting occurred on January 26th. I called Don McGahn first thing that morning and told him that I had a very sensitive matter that I needed to discuss with him, that I couldn't talk about it on the phone, and that I needed to come see him. And he agreed to meet with me later that afternoon. Um, I took a senior member of the National Security Division um, who was overseeing this matter with me to meet with Mr. McGahn. We met in his office at the White House, which is a skiff, so we could discuss classified information in his office. Um, We began our meeting telling him that there had been press accounts um, of statements from the Vice President and others that related conduct that Mr. Flynn had been involved in that we knew not to be the truth. And as I, as I tell you what happened here, again, I'm, I'm going to be very careful not to reveal classified Well, the reason you knew it wasn't true is because she had collected some intelligence from an incidental collection system. Is that fair to say? And, and I can't answer that because that, again, would call me for me to reveal classified Let me ask you this. Did anybody ever make a request to unmask the conversation between the Russian ambassador and Mr. Flynn? And again, Senator, I can't answer a question like Mr. that to call for you know classified information. The case? I don't. In the same avenue where thousands gathered during weeks of protests that led to the removal of former President Park Yun-hae, supporters of the man who will replace her. For Moon Jae-in, this was a convincing win. So you don't not up. The country has decided, together, that justice and common sense exist. This is a great victory for the people. To those who competed with me, I would like to say thank you. I would like to hold hands with everyone. I would like to go forward from tomorrow. I will be president for everyone. All right. So, obviously, we went very long on James Comey. Um... So we'll go ahead and just jump into the speed round now. Um, The so obviously, um, as you just heard, um, and which should have been the story of the week. If I mean shit, it should have been the story (laughs) of the week, but that's just not how things go. So um, 
but obviously Sally Yates and James Clapper called to testify in front of Congress on um, on like the leaking of information from the White House and on um, Russian collusion and Michael Flynn and all this stuff and, and, and whatnot. Or, well, really, White House leaks and Michael Flynn and the rest kind of falls into right. the spectrum. Um, so basically, here's here's what I'll say from from the whole thing. I'll, I'm gonna throw a link to it in the comments. I'll actually throw a couple of links to it because there are some really good highlight videos that that are, are you know like six to eight to eleven minutes um, on on a specific topic or from a certain senator questioning both Take of Chris. them. Um, <laughs> I, I'll also throw a full link to the entire three hours and eight minutes or whatever the hell it was. Um, so if you've never seen a congressional hearing before, let's set the scene, right? We talked about how James Comey had one. Basically, you get, <laughs> a, yeah, you get a room that on TV, you, you put yourself in a dark room that on TV looks way bigger than it is in person. I know I've been in there. It's, <laughs> freaking tiny um with a bunch of old stuffy people um and they all have their they all have their own agenda as far as these questions go right right they just try to right. gotcha moment you the entire right. time which for like nine disappointedly hours like, Lindsay, uh, which disappointedly Lindsey graham did a couple times and and it bugged me because i haven't like I used to hate Lindsey Graham, and like yeah, I'm kind of coming around. So did I? I called him the little uh, like, imp. I'm, I'm kind of coming around to <laughs> like, him. Like I don't love everything he says. I don't agree with all of his policy or yeah. his his political views or whatever. But I, re- yeah, I I do tend to agree with everything he's saying. I here respect lately. I was like, him. Fucking goddamn it! Here's another I, thing I, I agree with you on. I respect a lot more than I once did. Um, so anyway, but so yeah. he was guilty of it a little bit, but basically, so if we're setting the scene, small, stuffy, dark room, you got Sally Yates and James Clapper sitting right next to each other in front of like a half round circle um, table or not table. It's a bunch of desks, um, but you know, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of, it's supposed to be intimidating. I would imagine to the person sitting in front of them. Um, and yeah, and then it's a bunch of right. a bunch of gotcha questions. So basically, you know, the links to the content, the the actual hearing itself, are in the comment section. Um, but we can break down the most important things quickly. First of all, if you ask a Democrat, they're going to tell you that James Clapper and Sally Yates. First of all, CNN Wolf Blitzer, I think it was. Um, don't. Don't quote me on Wolf Blitzer, but I know it was somebody on his show, um, at, at the very least, that was like, Sally Yates crushed it out of the park! Like, um, I don't know if... <laughs> I don't know if to that's watch necessarily... CNN. I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> the case. I, I'm not, I wasn't. It was an article. Um, but I... Yeah. Uh, I have a CNN article pulled up but, at the moment. But so, the thing uh, is you know. that, like, you ask a Democrat, and Sally Yates completely like damned Trump to all ties Russia and Michael Flynn is like the most evil troll dweller troll 
you know, bridge dweller um, in the world, and that's what a Democrat will tell you. If you ask a Republican, they'll tell you that they drilled and grilled Sally Gates and James Clapper, and that their testimony completely exonerate Donald Trump of. Uh, right. They look straight so foolish. Basically, here's here's a couple of here's a couple of things that were asked. Um, Sally Yates was asked when she was asked about Michael Flynn and you know how, how what what are your dealings with the White House and Michael Flynn and basically she says that um, she made. Two per, she had two personal meetings and a phone call with White House counsel um, to uh, discuss warn them to, to warn them about Michael Flynn that he had um, that he had compromised himself. He had put himself in a position taking money from Russia and he, and with basically her argument was look mm-hmm. with every single day that like he, he had lied to the vice president he lied to the president he he lied about his right. dealings with russia sally yates knew that sally yates tried to inform the white house of that and um and and, and i mean that was that was basically what she told him she met with them Basically one f- yep. one phone call and then two meetings, and she went with one of her assistants or somebody else that in, in the department to meet personally with White House staff to inform them that um, that Michael Flynn was lying and that his lie was changing. Um, and each time he told the lie, it got a little bit more twisted, and he could potentially, if he continued to go down that road, put himself in a position to be blackmailed by Russia. Um, right. Or Russian interest. Or Russian yeah, interest. Russia's not like one guy who's just like, I'm Russian. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> right. But, um, and it, it, it seems pretty conclusive, at least at this point. In, uh, that might be me jumping the gun and overreaching, but it seems pretty conclusive at this point that Flynn perhaps broke the law, but definitely had some ties to these Russian banks that he was not eager to disclose. Right. That's what and it looks he, like. Well, and he had he – had, like one of the highest clearances as far as being able to access he was a national security and advisor. Like right. he was, he was up there. Right. So, and then that begs the question, was he a national security risk because of whatever he was doing? And I'm sure that in the weeks and months to come, and there's we'll, a good argument for it. Right. We'll have an answer to that question, but we don't yet. What we do know is that, um, through that line of questioning from Lindsey Graham, um, she she was also in the middle of telling her story about you know how she informed the White House. She was asked um, at any time were um, any congressmen or anybody in the administration unmasked um, unmasked during the process, which. For people who don't know, unmasked is is just like the legal term for obtaining the person's name, right? So that you can right. so that you can look into them. So it's not any. It's not necessarily like this crazy because when I heard it, like I think of like hackers and people digging to unmask right. somebody, and like that's not what it is. It's you fill out a form essentially and ask somebody, "Hey, can I look into this guy?" And they say, "Yeah." And now his mask's off. Um, that, that's the story. <laughs> Um, but she didn't answer that. And here's where I feel like Lindsey Graham was doing a, was pulling some gotcha stuff. Um, because he was asking her like at any point during 
you're after president or before during the 2016 campaign um was was anybody unmasked that involved the administration or congress or whatever she was like that that impedes an investigation i can't answer that and he knows that they know that they know that they cannot answer questions so so then lindsey graham proceeded to ask more questions down down that path where it was just like you know everything exactly yeah it's trying to make her look guilty by not answering you know it's that whole right you know no smoke without frogs argument (laughs) right which (laughs) (laughs) this is the new oatmeal um (coughs) we um these are inside jokes that the audience don't doesn't get, but I get them. Um, <laughs> but I get them. Um, so so anyway, you know. Uh, and then James Clapper also was questioned in the same line of questioning. If somebody requested a um, an unmasking of somebody, it, would there be documentation of that? And I would think so. And basically, Lindsey Graham yeah. at in the beginning it was like wouldn't there be documentation of that and james clapper was like well i can't speak to this case because i'm not involved with this case but what i can tell you is that a 702 request yes would be documented that's what it would be i mean that's what you would be asking for a 702 whatever um and yeah that would be documented i don't know in this situation which makes james clapper look like either he he honestly doesn't know if you buy it or that he's hiding something if you don't want to buy it so right. you know it's just kind of one of these moments where i don't know I, that we or and i just take a I don't step know. back and go until i see evidence whatever like and, and honestly right. i don't hold myself to that standard for everything anyone who's watched the show knows that i don't like michael flynn i think he looks shady and from what i've been saying you could come to the conclusion that i've written his innocence off and I actually haven't. I don't think he's innocent, but I'll wait to see what what comes out. Right. You know. Yeah. No. And I think that's a. I think that's a fair approach. Now, on the flip side, Trump definitely has ties with Russia, and we should impeach him like crazy. Um, <laughs> no. That that was just a tease for for those <laughs> listeners out there. They're like, this mf'er, this guy is too damn liberal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can go there. Um, so basically, and now, so, I mean, that's, for the whole three hours, we learned what we just discussed, and Republicans would tell you that because James Clapper said, first of all, we learned Democrats have, for a long time, been making this claim that all of the intelligence communities have agreed that there is Russian interference with the 2016 election. Mm-hmm. Well, that's simply not true. There are 17 intelligence agencies, only three of them. Now, they are the most important three. And they're the only um, three that had access to the files. Right. So, <laughs> so but, It still doesn't look good, but, but you it's will, an overreach, you whatever will you say. Hear, right. You will hear liberals say all of the intelligence agency at all of the intelligence agencies. And I just want to clarify that that is not accurate. So if you... Right hear somebody saying that correct them it's not it's three <laughs> and it is the only three that matter so right. the it point still looks is bad still but when same. you yeah when you lie about it you make it and they go oh well it wasn't what you said it was it still kind of is you just overreached and turned right. three into 17 and that's just not true 
So so now in the same hearing, James Clapper said that we we did he did we did learn that through his testimony that like hey no look only three of these um, agencies have and maybe some of us knew that I didn't know that until he said it so I, I didn't mean, until he said it that yeah um but he also said that based on what he saw or what he knew um that he couldn't see any evidence of the Trump campaign's collusion with Russia collusion. now Ooh, keep Russians. in mind that James Clapper then goes on to say I'm also not involved with this, so I wouldn't see it. Like you can ask me about it yeah. all day long, but I wouldn't see it. And to me, that's, that's another gotcha moment <laughs> where a Republican is asking him a question to specifically make him say, "Well, I right. haven't seen any collusion." Well, no shit, you don't work there. Right. Like, duh. Has Donald Trump ever personally um, lied to you? I've never met him. Exactly. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's yeah. not a good question. Right. So you know. So here's what I take away from that entire hearing. Um, not a lot, a lot of grains of salt, a lot of, there were a lot of questions that couldn't be answered mm-hmm. and I'm not going to fault either of them for it. Now I will say that Lindsey Graham came out and I didn't actually hear, um, his statements on what he thought of James Clapper's testimony, but I did, I d- did, um, see, catch him on Greta Van Susteren or whatever show she's she on, on MSNBC on? now. She on MSNBC? She's on MSNBC. What? That yeah, dude. Apparently, women well, don't like their asses grabbed at the office. <laughs> Who knew? Um, Even when it so, airs in <laughs> right, these are the pinnacle so, of manhood yeah, right here. But I did see Jane, or I did see um, Lindsey Graham talk about Sally Yates, and he said good things about her testimony. He said, mm-hmm. now he did say that we learned that um, you know through the process some like people were asked to unmask and blah 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 blah, and maybe we learned that maybe we didn't she didn't really answer that um but he did say that as far as her job and how she handled um the michael flynn dealings that she did everything right that she was a credible witness and that he, and he went so far as to say, look, she didn't go to the media. She went to the White House. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, Unless you're Devin So he Nunes. said nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Then you don't go to the White um, House. But she wasn't also investigating anything. So, <laughs> um, right. But I will. But so, I mean, I think. You can watch it for yourself. You can come to your own conclusion. I have a feeling if you're a Democrat, you'll come to a certain conclusion. And if you're a Republican, you'll come to another conclusion. And I think independence might fall somewhere where we are right now, where it's just, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. I don't know if it's going to mean a lot until. Right. I I mean, until the investigation's done and you can look back on the hearing and be like, look, that's where James Clapper obviously lied or that's where Sally Yates obviously told the truth. We won't know until the story is fully written. Right. Um, But, you know, I I don't know if you saw it today. There was actually um, the appeals court. um, Where was it up at for the travel ban? And mm-hmm. they came out and they were they were grilling them pretty hard and they were like, This is extremely odd. Like it never before have you taken a candidate's statement from the campaign and said, That's our evidence for why this isn't legal. And so I don't know what's gonna happen too. Cause obviously that's where Sally Yates really got her name 
you know, is by opposing the travel ban and, and shutting it down. Right, and then but, being fired but, by Donald to, Trump. but to Lindsey Graham's earlier point at, um, because Lindsey Graham said himself, there was another Republican that was, I can't remember who it was, but he John was McCain. just like grilling her about, uh, it, it wasn't John McCain. Um, there was I can't remember who it was, but he was just grilling her about like why did you stop? So you think you're the law and blah yeah, blah blah yeah, yeah. blah. And I heard and about it. She and Lindsey <laughs> Lindsey Graham stopped him and was like, "Wait a minute, you we're talking about two different executive orders. The executive <laughs> order that's held up right now is the revised version of the first shitty executive right. order." And like. All parties agree, including the Trump administration, or else they wouldn't have rewritten it, that that was a shitty yeah, draft. They had to admit the there were some weaknesses order. within that executive order in, in order so to revise it. Now, I don't agree that the second revision, but that's how Sally Yates came to, came to prominence is by opposing that first one. Um, right, and I do think that as far as it relates to Sally Yates, she, I personally believe she had every right to do that. And I think most people would, I also, don't, I most, still think that the original version, most politicians who are looking at, I think the politicians that are looking at the legality of what was rolled out, like Lindsey Graham, like John McCain, mm-hmm. um, well, are saying, John McCain no, doesn't probably count. Like, I'm sorry, but that whenever that, someone, that, that's like saying, asking, Liz- Elizabeth Warren, okay. what she thinks Lindsey about Graham, Trump. She's going to say he, she hates him. That's that's John McCain. Lindsey, like he might Lindsey be a Republican, Graham, but he hates Trump. Lindsey Graham and John McCain feel exactly the same right. about Russia. I would so, tr- I, I semi trust uh, Lindsey Graham just because he's come off as more even keeled uh, recently. But yeah. I don't I don't trust John McCain. Like whenever he they found out that he was the Pea Party guy, and just I'll show you that video, man, where he is just desperately trying to escape the reporters and he almost walks into a wall and you're like you're just a you're just upset about what trump said it's just because he's a dinosaur you can't be mad at him for being old it's like why are you still here Uh, i was i was nervous you were gonna die and we're gonna stuck with palin a million years ago and somehow you're still around i don't get it god how bad would that That would have been horrifying oh Oh, baby drill all right well it's not set up that hypothetical. The audience can have nightmares themselves. Tonight. Right. Um, but, you know, so, I mean, at the end of the day, wa- watch the hearing. I right. think it was I, like I I didn't mind watching it. I thought it was interesting. I actually sit like when I was sitting down watching it, I actually luckily got home early enough in the day that day from work mm-hmm. to be able to sit down and watch it as it was happening, at least for an hour or so, the end of it. And um, it like it's if you're into politics and you're into watching that, those types of hearings, like it's interesting. I watched it. I didn't turn away mm-hmm. from it. Um, but I will but, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what it proves. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's my assessment of that entire hearing is that until the end of this. Right. My that's personal all it is. thoughts it's, it's are just, that still waiting for that Russian evidence. And out, off of that, going right. to well, the executive order, I think that it'll pass. I think that the, they'll get that. Um, it took Bill. It took Bill Clinton four years for Monica Lewinsky to pop up out of Whitewater. So yeah. just because you don't have Russian evidence yet doesn't mean that there's nothing. St- there. I'm just saying we're still waiting for it. And you think someone... if it looks like a duck, dude? <laughs> if it looks like a duck, <laughs> it's on fire. All right. All right. Well, uh, moving on to the next thing on the speed round, there was an election in South Korea. 
and this guy Moon Jae In seems to be the winner. Uh, not seems to be. He definitely is the winner. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> why that's important? Till he gets blown right. up. Well, it's possible. Long range missiles, bro. So the reason why that's important is because he is taking a much different stance than their previous president. Um, he he actually has, and this is the thing that I just don't understand, is you know a lot of the points that I've seen him make sort of make sense to me that he's kind of a, a more liberal guy, um, but he's against the missile system that the U.S. set up on the south, the northern South Korean border, the one that's supposed to shoot down the nukes if North Korea nukes them. He's against it, and no, I'm like, I don't know. what are you doing? Know. Like, I don't understand. I don't know anything about Korean politics, but I could imagine a world where that's just a political play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see that because it seems like you'd probably want the the crazy guy, so up, kinda, in, you know, above you, be like, talking about nuking everybody. It kind of be like one of those things where I'm like, "Hey, Mitch, you know what? I don't really care about these missiles anymore. I'm gonna get rid of them." And then I turn to my fiance and I say. Hey, Stacy, hide those in the tree is a little bit better because, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't want Mitch to know I have them. But if he tries anything, I still don't trust him. I still don't trust him. Have you seen that mustache? <laughs> There's no reason to trust him. Um, Everyone on this on this feed here can tell I do not have a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Fake I, news. I can't see you right now. <laughs> I can't see you right now. All I can see is your profile pic. So, <laughs> it, Yeah. So basically, this guy, he's, pretty, he's a pretty interesting guy. Uh, he was imprisoned back uh, a few months for protesting when he was a student. At that point, he was protesting the dictatorship of Park Chung-hee in the 1970s. So he's like a, you know, a big activist type Boom of guy. Boom Ding-ao? Uh, what? <laughs> Boom Ding-ao? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's, he, the thing about this is that he wants to bring North Korea to the table. And what's interesting is that Donald Trump wants to bring North Korea to the table. And if you know anything about North Korea, basically what they were do what they've been doing with this whole missiles and, and nuking things, yes, they want to nuke us. He's made that pretty damn clear. Every few months they put out a propaganda video that shows the White House blowing up in a nuclear explosion. So these, these Kim Jong-un is not a nice guy. But basically what they were do it, what happened is they were told, you know, you have to play by the rules. You cannot become a nuclear superpower. And they said, no, fuck that. We're going to make up our own rules. We're going to start, you know, going towards that, that way because all the big players in the world have nuclear, nuclear weapons. And that's what we want to do. And so we've slapped them with sanctions, sanctions, you know, over and over again. And basically all we've done is starved out the smaller people. And the Kim Jong family has just kept going with these nukes. Yeah. And so now that they finally have it in like just uh, either today or yesterday, I can't remember uh, when it was, they went ahead and tested again. This time it was a long-range missile. So they've steadily been building up their capabilities this entire time. Um, and it seems like it's working now that they have nukes and then now that they have the chance to actually nuke the people that they've been saying they're going to be nuking, all of a sudden we want to bring them to the table and see, you know, and see if they actually start getting a say in, in, in matters like at the UN and, and whatnot. So as much mm -hmm. as I hate it, I almost feel like it worked. And, you know, it, it used a lot of people. A lot of people had to die to get there. But, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, first of all, um, I didn't know. So is this guy still a dictator? Because I didn't know. 
I didn't know they had a dictator. Like yeah, I don't know if I he's like a, because, officially assume, a dictator. Like, and I don't here. Here's my bad. Assuming that the United States would not back a dictator is my bad. Like that's that's on me, <laughs> I, guys. I, probably I dropped the ball yeah. there. Biden um, called Bashar al-Assad a great reformer. So <laughs> that was before yeah. he he gassed well, his own people. That was one reformation they they weren't in favor of. But yeah. <laughs> even still. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. I I just I think going to the table with Kim Jong Un at all is I'm going on. Yeah, yeah I'm going I feel on record. Like it I think is, it's a and mistake. I feel like it, I think it's naive. I, I feel like it is. Yeah, wouldn't you think that with Trump too? Because Trump yeah, well, he, he gave him clear. Well, he said he did. Notice how there hasn't been any type of retaliation. He said that. Uh, what do you call it? If Kim Jong-un right. tried any more missile tests, there would be great consequences. And Kim Jong-un was like, long-range missile test, here we go. <laughs> so there hasn't been any <laughs> right. consequences. Like, yeah, they well, both came out, and the White House and, and South Korea came out and was like, it's very disturbing. Same shit that fucking Barack Obama did that just would piss me off to no end. Because you know that I've been talking about North Korea as a big player for a while. and Yeah, I do. Now, I do think, too, that... What we're gonna get from this administration is more of the same. We better fucking not because like, I we're really gonna have do. to take care I, of them I, at some point, in one like, way or the other. It's it's exactly, sniper, fucking go That's Castro sniper. route and start giving him fucked up. I don't know, put a bomb in his goddamn basketball. You, fucking weird ankle, motherfucker. You're telling <laughs> me that there's not, there's not. Uh, Send James Franco. Like, why has nobody <laughs> called him? We already right. know how this goes. Dennis Rodman. So, be like, hey, I want to play some b-ball. And naturally, it's a fucking bomb. You, and then they just blow him up, and it's <laughs> done. Do you know the fruit there is fake? Like, that's all. <laughs> that's all I wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> You're just no, Boromir. But I don't think going to the table with Kim Jong Un, no matter what country you are, is a good idea. I mean, I guess if you're evil russia then go ahead (laughs) and like here's the thing whether or not russia colluded with anyone ever they didn't make still a douchebag he's still an evil douchebag yeah Um, i mean that that's definitely fair i mean there's things in russia that are fucked up but i mean there are are, when they blame putin for there are conspiracy theories no there there's a theory going around um kind much like your uh your woods walk theory um that if you follow <laughs> the trail of dead russians you will find the collusion between the two parties in that what, i understand that as the trump campaign and russia no, I, mean, I think I everyone's underst- under the under the assumption that yes the putin administration is killing off these people because they die in very obvious ways like they don't you know, they, they die from poison. You right. assume someone or, tried to poison you when you or, die from poison. <laughs> you know, or, that's a right. concerted effort or to getting, kill you. Or getting shot in the middle of, like, the Kremlin in the middle of the evening. I yeah. know that that And they happen to have to spoken out with, against Putin, like, a day before. So, like, yeah, there's there's pretty conclusive evidence right. uh, around that one. Um, so, but, do I, but, of course, they would link it to Trump. Trump's been around for 100 days. Like, no. No. Well, he's been around true. for longer than that as far as the you have to you would if you're talking about ties between Trump and Russia, you would have to start at his candidacy. 
because yeah, but people have been getting murdered off by Putin for a oh, lot yeah, longer yeah, than oh yeah, absolutely. You know, now that doesn't <laughs> like, mean that just because this stretches back that also for a doesn't while. mean that just because Putin kills somebody for one thing, he won't kill them for another thing. But all I'm saying is, I understand the entire theory as just that a conspiracy theory. It's fun right. to entertain your brain and to tease yourself with, but <laughs> a nothing's going to come of that, and b. If it does someday, then I'll eat my words and be like, I told you. I, I oh, told you. Um, Dude was the leader of the KGB. I'm just saying. I'm sure he knows how to throw down. It's right. Russia. So, <laughs> I know he know. He has know. to know how to throw down. Have you seen him play hockey? He scores like six goals a night. With He's like, a beast, man. I know, dude. He's got like rushing greats on there, too. Kovalchuk and Pavel Datsyuk. Crosby is little bitch. Look at my slap <laughs> shots, comrades. He just right. fucking owns it. Like Right. Here's what's awesome, and I'll actually find this video and put it in the comments, too, just for our hockey fans out there. I watched a video of them playing that game um, where where Vladimir, and it was a montage of all of the times that Putin scored, and literally no one is moving on the ice. Like, everybody just stopped. He's got, it's Putin coming up the ice by himself. There's four defenders, and they all just spread away, and the goalie just, yeah. like, slides out of the way. Yeah, I don't want to die either over a hockey game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I break your legs. We see how well you play now. Right. No, my favorite Putin story is whenever he was at the White House and they wouldn't let Barack Obama and Putin work out in the same room at the same time. So he just took his shirt off in the middle of winter and started swimming outside. I was like, you're a badass. <laughs> He's an evil badass, but that's still pretty badass. That's funny. Um, but going back to North Korea, the Kim Jong-un is going to have to be taken care of in one way or the other. I don't think you can trust the dude. Like no. I said, he's literally said, I will nuke you. I will, nu And he's been saying it consistently for seven years. Not Kim yeah. Jong-un, because Kim Jong-un only came to power, I think, like four years ago or something. But, right. Um, I don't trust anybody that uh, says that, just as a rule of thumb. Um, <laughs> right. If you want to nuke people, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. So I don't understand. So anyway, go, and going back to the South Korean uh, new president, I think, to me, just looking at it preliminarily, I think that there's a lot of uh, correlations in his tone between him and Francois Hollande, uh, who won France's election five years ago, where he kind of came in and was like, we're going to make everything great and we're going to tax people 75 percent and everything's going to be awesome. And it didn't. It totally right. bombed and was shit. And I can only imagine that's that's what it is. And I'm getting I'm no expert in. Korean politics, so I don't know what the South... Um, I know South Korea is doing pretty damn good. I own a Samsung phone. That's like the best phone out there. Right. You know? They're doing fine. Capitalism has worked out very well for them in the past 50 years. Right. So, you know, I don't understand why they would suddenly go so liberal, and especially whenever you've got a nuclear weirdo sitting above you threatening to kill every one of your people. Yeah, I don't... I don't get it. I, I just don't, don't get it. I don't understand it either. I do know that... As far as, uh, like I stated before, if, if I'm anyone in the world, um, I'm not dealing with North Korea at all. Um, I think, I mean... Well, you uh, got to deal with them at some point, because they're going to keep doing that. Like, even Barack Obama came out and said to Donald Trump, you are going to be the one that has to take care of, of North Korea in some way, shape, or form. Like, they're, they're going to become, at some point, they're going to be able to, and we see now they just did the long-range missile test. It looks like this is the point. They right. now can attack us, and they've been saying they're going to do it for seven years. 
And we've been putting sanctions on them and killing so, all of their people by starving them to death. So what do you do? And if you're... Well, first of you all, have to take him. In my opinion, you have to take him out. But I think everyone calls me a warmonger because I still think that so, geopolitical things can be solved by war because they can. All right. So, um, if you're South Korea, let's answer it from both perspectives. If you're South Korea, what do you do? You back America. In my opinion, all this is going to be in my opinion. And if I was South Korea, I would be doing everything I could to work with America to and israel to help bolster up the northern border make sure that we are protected with the same what's it called in uh israel the golden dome or something like that like yeah i can't remember what they call it you know the big anti-missile did uh, you hear the bias in that response yeah (laughs) (laughs) damn it (laughs) have we we ever done israel on this show we did it. It was like the first segment we ever did, and I don't think we aired it. Or if we did, it was the first thing, so no one listened to it. <laughs> so uh, I don't think we've – no, I know I know what you're talking about was never aired because it was never meant to be aired. Um, right. But Our Pro Tools it, didn't work when we were recording a song, and we decided to sit down and have an argument instead. Right. Um, <laughs> we'll, have to do, we'll have to do that segment sometime because – right. I, know, I have some complicated I, views on Israel. I want to piss some people off. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, so that, that's what I would be doing if I was South Korea. Yeah, like I would be I, talking to to America and saying, "Hey, they want to kill you too. Let's take let's take them out." And if I was America, I would understand the threat and go, "This guy's a madman. We either let the madman come and sit and eat with us, which we don't want to do." Or we take him out now, which apparently we don't want to do. Or we do nothing like Obama did, which has gotten us directly into this mess right now where we don't want to be. Right. It seems like let's just take care of the problem. And that's messy. It's war. It's it's operations. It's things like that. But what do you do with this guy? I, In my yeah. opinion, I think we take him out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All I do know is I'm glad that – and here's a weird thing that I never thought I'd say. I'm glad that Nikki Haley is the one that has to talk. On that, on yeah. like, as far as like, she's doing a good job, man. The, I'm really, I've been really impressed by am, how good I'm she's really doing. I'm really impressed by her. I really am. And I think that as a result of her position now, she will probably be president one day. I think um, she'll run. I don't know if she ever will because patriarchy. So, because what? <laughs> the patriarchy, dude. Was it? The glass ceiling is going to keep her down. So. <laughs> I got you. Um, no, oh man, I'm not even. Uh, it happened to Marine Le Pen, dude. It didn't sucks. If I out. wasn't, if I, <laughs> if I really wanted to just go out, that would be our, that would be our closeout song. Um, What's that? Here, I'm a crazy woman. Hear me roar. Breaking. Ch- <laughs> I don't know every Katy Perry song that talks about glass ceilings. Isn't it like all oh, of her God. songs? Um, yes, Sophie is on a Katy Perry kick, so I've heard quite enough Katy Perry for right for I, the last I'm three days. Pretty sure her next album is called like the glass floor under the glass ceiling on top of the glass floor. <laughs> um, there's a lot of there's a lot of glass in that woman. Hopefully right. not. That would hurt. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I mean, all right, we'll see. But I, yeah, I think I think that's I think that's good enough to call a week. Um, so yep. Anyway, don't forget to like and subscribe for our latest content. All of the links to the comments are um, are all of the links to the show and the topics discussed are in the comments. Um, what do you got for YouTube? 
YouTube uh, segments should be uploaded when we get them done. Uh, here lately, we've been doing it kind of on the same day mm-hmm. and getting them all. But uh, eventually, we're going to start getting segments put out kind of as they come up. So keep your eye on uh, YouTube because I'm going to try to keep that updated. Um, this will be really the first week where we I try to do it this different editing technique that hopefully should be a lot faster and be able to get put up uh, pretty quickly. Uh, other than that, on Google Play, iTunes, you can find the the program uh, uploaded every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. At some point in Tuesday, maybe not in the morning, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes Tuesday it's it's going to be going up, so you can count on that, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that maybe that's pretty much it. So um, thanks for listening once again, and as always, we'll leave you now with the alternative fact of the week. I mean, why now are you concerned about the Hillary Clinton email investigation when, as a candidate, Donald Trump was praising it from the campaign trail? I, I think you're looking at the wrong set of facts here.